Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chicago, welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome into the show, everyone. I am Kevin Kada, head of content at CHGO. We're talking about the week that was in Chicago sports and the week that will be. I'm joined, as always, by my man, Luke Stuckmeyer. Hello. And producer, Lawrence Benedetto. What's up? Casey Standahar is on assignment. We miss you, Casey. Got a great show for you coming up. But first, we want to remind you about the CHGO tailgate happening this Sunday out on the corner of Roosevelt and Michigan. Things are going to get started at 8 a.m. All you can eat, all you can drink. $46 gets you a ticket, so go check it out at allchgo.com. And if you want a parking option, uh, there's also a parking option for $95. That's Richard Dent's number. Yeah, so Doug Plank, Richard Dent, yeah, yeah. got it all. I've heard a rumor, Luke, that you're going to be in attendance for your first CHGO tailgate. I will be there, and wow, the forecast, huh? I'm no Tom <laughs> Skilling, but it looks pretty good, 65 and sunny. And I heard another rumor mm-hmm. that there were donuts at the last one, and so that's one of the key reasons why I was all in right away on this one. Yeah, but good. also our good friends at uh, Green Ridge Farm oh. are supplying the uh, meats. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to have some, uh, some black stones out there, some huge griddles, some sausages from Green Ridge Farm. Uh, you want to check them out at your local grocer uh, refrigerator. Also, they have, have them at Costco. Yeah, uh, Luke, you mentioned uh, Tommy Schilling. Uh, it does seem like the weather is uh, projecting a little better than earlier in the week. We thought there might be some rain, but now, like you said, 65 and potentially some sun for the bears, what? and uh, we'll see how that goes. Why does it, that, that your, your Tom Skilling impersonation sounds like an imperson like Dick Casey. Beyond, Dick Biondi or Casey Kasem? Casey doing, Kasem. Yeah. He's got a little Casey Kasem in his Tom Skilling. Yeah, there. there is. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, well, you know. But he is right about one thing. Mm-hmm. If it is sixty-five and sunny, as my app tells me on my phone, that is the perfect tailgate weather. Yes, uh, that you is. Can't, the you perfect can't beat sixty-five weather. and sunny in November. No, you perfect. Can't. Love it. And we're also going to be having tailgates on November 13th before the Lions game and December 4th uh, before Aaron Rodgers' visit to Soldier Field. And I'm actually feeling pretty good about that game. I don't know why, Luke, but I have... I have against like, the Dolphins, you are? No, no, no. Against oh. the Packers. Like, if, if the Bears can beat the Packers on December 4th, this mm. season will be an unfettered success. Uh, real quick, uh, uh, Demond in the uh, chat, is, is he's asking, is it in Grant Park? Uh, it is... Very close to the southwest corner of Grant Park at Michigan and Roosevelt. 
Uh, go to allchjoe.com and you can find out all the information. And unfortunately for Sebastian C., who says, I live in Tampa, wish I could make it to the game slash tailgate. And Tragon says, I wish I could make it to, I live in Texas. Thanks for watching, though, and supporting yeah. us. Much appreciated. One day you will be at a tailgate. I, I feel it. I'm ready. I'm, I'm pumped about this one. I'm going to the next one, too. But I, this one, I, I am excited. It's going to be my first one. I want to play some of those bags. The yeah, have you issued any challenges against any other CHGO staff no, members? No, because I'm not, I'm not good at You're bags. not good? I'm not good at okay. bags. And I'm the first to admit it. But, you know... If the others have a little more alcohol in them than mm -hmm. I do, that levels the playing field. Really I will easily. say this: so our bag boards are from Chi Town Cornhole, so I guess they're cornhole boards actually, and like they're pro they're professional level. Yeah, you know they are not. Uh, we haven't broken them in in like all the way, so they are not that forgiving. So like you have to be accurate, Luke. What do you like, mean? So you break in a, a cornhole box? Like, you mean like the fibers of the wood? Yeah, has to crack you know, a, a little, little bit. bit. Like, yeah. You know, okay. There's a lot of rebound off of it, I would I, say. I feel like the bags themselves don't have much give either. We got to loosen those up a little bit. Like, like a good old hacky sack from. Right. It just doesn't like. Your, you know, your there's bags some aren't... bags that just kind of. And then they just kind of like plop down. Th yeah. These ones skitter. CHO so. bags aren't soft enough yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the show. We're talking headlines, and we are starting off with our Taking Care of Business segment, powered by ComEd. And Luke, no one took care of business more this week than Chicago Bears general manager Ryan Poles. He kicked off the fun on Monday, uh, pulling off that Halloween afternoon trade of Roquan Smith to the Baltimore Ravens, sticking with the theme of Halloween, the Ravens. Yeah. He got a second rounder and a fifth rounder and linebacker A.J. Klein. Um, so, I, you know, we scrambled the Jets. We did an emergency podcast for that. And then we were doing it the next day because then he surprised everyone by bringing Pittsburgh wide receiver Chase Claypool to the Bears. He sent the Bears second rounder uh, for, for that wide receiver. So it was pretty cool. Ryan Poles making moves, uh, making the team in his, his image. What were your initial thoughts? I mean, definitely taking care of business and also taking care of business in his way. Mm -hmm. He's doing it his way. This is what he wants to do. And whether you're on board or not, it doesn't matter as a Bears fan. He is tearing it down to the studs. It is full rebuild mode for the yeah. Bears. And, it, you know, the Roquan thing, first of all, is over the contract. They made that real clear. Like, they offered him a deal. It probably wasn't near what Roquan wanted. And we had those comments in training camp where he requested a trade. Right. So then I don't know why he was surprised that he was <laughs> traded. But that's what happened. And the most illuminating soundbite of the week came from Eberflus when he was asked about whether or not, you know, when you were at Indianapolis and if Quentin Nelson wasn't there on the board, would Indianapolis have taken Roquan Smith in that spot? Mm -hmm. And he was like, I, I couldn't have convinced Pollard to take a Will linebacker right. in the top 10. Done. That just shows you what they value the position. Not that they don't value the position. They're just not going to pay that for it. Yeah. So it's nothing against Roquan. He's a good player. And well, I, you, I like you the get addition a, of the you receiver. You get a second rounder and a yep. fifth rounder, and then you just get rid of the drama, right? We saw the yes. drama that, that Roquan pulled on the morning of, of the family day at Soldier Field. Um, he's his own agent, not really kind of playing by the usual kind of rules that they, you know, and th that's fine. It, it's, it's his right to represent himself. It's his right to go for the deal that he wants. Yeah. But when you go out there and you release a letter 
and you call out your new boss and saying, well, I'm going to have to go over your head and talk to the Cassies to see if they, you know, how do you think that's going to play out? Like, just like it did. Right. Exactly right. like it did. So Bradley Chubb just got a deal worth $110 million um, from the Dolphins. You know, he's a pass rusher. I think Roquan's got another thing coming. I mean, I think he's going to be surprised now. I mean, he's going to have to work things out with Baltimore or another team. I would assume Baltimore is going to have to, you know, try to figure out a way to keep him. I would think he leads the NFL in tackles, yeah. but uh, he's had some bad games this year. If you mm-hmm. look, if you look at the game film, he's had some games that weren't great this year. I'm not saying he's not a good player. He is a good player, right? But I don't know if he's a great player that will earn that type of payday i i don't think so i think he's a really good player i don't know if he's a great player that so the, t- the, the title payday. of our show today is will the bears regret trading roquan smith now i think you know obviously we look at you know what it looks like right now and we just laid out what it looks like right now but it, you know he's still 25 years old he's, st- he's still a guy that was you know athlete, you know athletic freak yeah. um do you think there's a scenario where down the road the Bears say we wish we wouldn't have traded that guy? I think it's very possible they will regret not having that player. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they're going to regret not having that player at the price that he wanted to be paid. Right. Which is why they traded him, you know? So is there going to be regret? Like, hey, we gave away our best, easily our best player on defense at this point. Mm-hmm. A, a young guy in his prime. He just wanted too much. There was there was too much baggage there. And I guess if Claypool doesn't live up to the hype, because essentially the Bears traded their second rounder, but now they have a second rounder because of that deal. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, comes with a little bit of baggage. Right. Uh, maybe, maybe there's a possibility of that regret. I, I just I had a I had a hard time accepting at first dealing away the best guy on your team. Mm-hmm. But now that I see it, I'm like, listen, it's all the way to the bottom or nothing. That, that's- I, I think you really have to hope that Claypool solidifies the offense and gives another weapon. And I, I like that that trio right now of Claypool, Mooney, and Nikhil Harry. If, if Nikhil Harry can kind of really become a good possession receiver, a big body who's catching important passes, like that's pretty attractive to me. But now on the defensive side of the ball, like where are your playmakers? I mean, Roquan Smith was a playmaker, right? He was a guy, you know, who was uh, on all pro teams uh, who probably should have made Pro Bowls, but for whatever reason didn't. Um, now it's like, okay, who you got Jalen Johnson probably as your pl- a playmaker. You know, he's locking down one side of the field, but, obvi- you know, the other side yeah. of the field is an issue. Jaquan Brisker, I think, is a playmaker and will continue to be in his, you know – and then you got Eddie Jackson. He's the face of the defense all of a sudden. But in that front seven right now, like, where are your playmakers coming from? So I think it you is know, Jack Sanborn season. Come on, Mr. Wisconsin grad. <laughs> this they, is not, this is not I, I am not Adam Hogue. I, I went to Wisconsin. I love Jack Sanborn, but I'm not that high on Jack Sanborn. Uh, Luke, your good buddy Cody Del Mendo says, slam the over on Sunday. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, 100% Cody is right on that. I will say this. Realize where... Ryan Poles is coming from. Mm-hmm. It's coming from the Chiefs. They're going to build this team around the offense. And when have we ever had that with the Bears, where it's offense first, defense second? And all the Grabowskis out there are going to say, Where, yeah. where's our pass rusher? Where's our D-line? I understand all those things are important, but their priority is not the will linebacker. That's why this deal was made. Right. Their priority is going to be all the things on offense, and if Fields is the guy, 
everything around him. They didn't do it this offseason. Those moves are coming. They're going to spend their cash and their draft capital on offense. Right. That doesn't mean their first draft pick this offseason couldn't be a pass rusher. I think they have to take best guy available, wherever that is, even if they, they bounce back and trade down. I'm just saying, look for the Bears to start building this franchise, this roster, offense first, defense right. second. We haven't had it in a long, long time, if we've ever had it. And you know what? It's about time because that's where the NFL is going. The other team can't score if you have the ball. That's right. right? So and I will say this too, like, okay, Roquan, he's an off-the-ball linebacker. He made the plays that were there when he needed to be made. But, like, an off-the-ball linebacker is not – really setting the tone on defense, right? He's not a disruptor. He's not someone that you've got to be absolutely, like, afraid of, you know, game. He's not Khalil Mack, right? Like, No, and he was making a lot of tackles because nobody on the D-line was making a lot of tackles. <laughs> right, right. Ding. So, well, we're going to miss you, Roquan, but um, good luck, I guess. As DeMond in the chat says, this is an offensive league now. Bear football is dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no bear weather football. never existed. We all we all like to say it, but it's sixty five and sunny on November sixth. Yeah. We'll, That's we'll bear weather it. for me. Sixty five and sunny. Yeah. All right, moving on. The White Sox are introducing new manager Pedro Grifal today. I believe, like right now, I believe yeah. uh, as we speak, uh, our good friend Herb is in the office, and I, I do hear speaking very of, loudly. Someone's speaking loudly. Yeah. yeah. Can he shut the door? Herb's in a full uniform <laughs> over there. <laughs> Pedro is 52 years old and has been in the Royals organization for the last 10 years. Uh, most recently, he served as their bench coach. He's the first White Sox manager without White Sox ties since Terry Bevington became the manager oh, in 1995. Gosh. That was not a good period of uh, White Sox baseball. We all remember T-Bev. It was like that weird 90s period where it was like Tom Treblehorn was coaching, the, managing the Cubs. Yikes. No. Um Luke, what are your thoughts on on Pedro Grifal? I mean, I, can you have thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, number one, it make a manager makes a difference, obviously, mm -hmm. as we've seen with Tony Larusa, but it's still overrated in baseball. Like the guys still have to go out and do the thing. Now, if you have somebody that's so extreme as Larusa is saying, don't give a hundred percent and falling asleep in the dugout, now that now that has an impact on on yeah, the franchise. Yeah. Um, so I don't think this is a hit or a home run or a strikeout or anything. I just don't know anything about him. Like, the, the, my concern, if I'm a White Sox fan, is I've never even heard his name mentioned in any other job ever. Like, nope, right. I've never heard them. People say the Royals were talking about. I never heard anybody say the Twins. Were well, the Royals about. just hired a manager, say, and it wasn't him. Right. Never heard the Marlins say they were thinking about him. Yeah. I've never heard anybody, and he's not that young. He's he's older than me. <laughs> so he's old you know he's 52 he's not Tony La Russa uh, old yeah he's, but he's, he's, he's a also quarter not, a century younger than Tony yeah, La Russa, so what do you want he's not he's, yeah they cut it in half he's not uh <laughs> he's not he's not 25 he's not 30 he's not a super young guy I, I well, hey they're going the opposite way they went the last time maybe that's the right way what's the perfect age for a baseball manager though 40 is it why 43 I been, think been, it's been around perfect. long enough but can still relate to the players yeah, so like, what? Uh, what David Ross is like forty five now? Is that right? Yeah, I mean that, that's that, that's the sweet zone. I'm interested to see. You they, know, they, if you're a former player, yeah. they've seen you play potentially. The, the Sox were reportedly like blown away by his interviews. He interviewed well. Um, we know that Matt Aberflus interviewed well with with Bears management. That got him the job. So 
Hey, I think I can say fairly confidently this was not just a Jerry hire. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jerry would know who the guy was. So mm-hmm. Rick Hahn finally apparently got to hire his guy. Should be interesting. Hopefully, you know, it, it's, it's still about, like, can Lucas Giolito f- fix things? Can Where's Juan Mancata? Why not go back to Ricky? Yeah. Wasn't it working better with Ricky? Ricky Renneria. Yeah. It's interesting. They don't quit. Boys don't uh, quit. Ricky's boys. Ricky's boys don't quit. Well, we'll see. Make sure you tune into the CHO White Sox show after this. They'll be breaking down the inter- introductory pr- press conference all the way through. Vinny Duber is out there at the park. Yeah, and I'll be producing it, and that starts in uh, an hour. So let's. Is that uh, a warning? Yeah, yeah other, that's a warning. One other thing about the manager: <laughs> the the Phillies are two wins away from winning the World Series, and most of us can't name the manager. We, we don't know, like so. Don't worry about Sox fans. Don't worry about it until you see what you've actually got. It's Charlie Manuel, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. I love Charlie Manuel. Larry Boa still managing the Phillies. Sometimes, like, all you want in a manager uh, no. is a guy who, like, Pete gives Rose. entertaining press conferences. Yes. Can throw a good third base during a tantrum, right? Like, yeah. That's what I want to see from Pedro. Like, how far can you throw third base? Can you give us a Lou Pinella? <laughs> all right. The Bulls are 500 after eight games. They are four and four. Um, I think that's right. Yeah. Is look, it? I don't know. Yeah, sure. They look good. I, I'm, I'm satisfied with where the Bulls are right now. Uh, Patrick Williams has been playing better. You know, early on, that was my, my first couple games. I, I big eyes open going, whoa, this is the guy that was untradeable. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually five and four through now. Five, five and four. four but four I, and four last my time. eyes were open because it was Patrick Williams was nothing in the first couple games. Yeah. He's looked better. He had a real good pass last night. Um, they need him to develop. In, if, Will they're, Gottlieb, if they're going anywhere, yeah. he needs to develop if into a If you check out allchshow.com right now, Will Gottlieb has a great article. He had a conversation with, with P. Will last night kind of about how he's you know learning the pick-and-roll screens and really finding his way in the Bulls, office, Bulls offense that way. Uh, it's a really good article. I mean, Will is like such a great basketball mind. And then to hear Patrick Williams talk about it too, it's like, okay, maybe we finally have something here. And, I, to me, uh, Luke, it just kind of underscores like we live in this twenty four seven thing where every game is a referendum, and yeah. those first four games, you know, Williams looked terrible, and it was like, oh god, like here we go, and and now just you know a week or two later, it's like okay, things start to look better, but now don't take the dip down again. Start, to, you know, make this the floor, and right? Build right. from there. Don't go back to the way that it was. It was it was bad, I and mean, there's there's no Stay there's no underscoring. You know that. all those things. But I mean, like look at Justin Fields and look like how we were talking about him a month ago, and now oh, yeah, you're right. Now how good do we feel about him now? And now in two weeks, you know, we might you know it's just like how these things go. It's it's not there's no instant gratification. These are young guys; they need to find their way playing in the top leagues in the world, and this is kind of how things plan out. Uh, my question to you about the, the Bulls, though, uh, this time last last week they were coming off two straight wins. We were feeling good about them. Then they lose to uh, Philadelphia and San Antonio over the weekend. It's like, okay, great. Yeah. And now they've rebounded. They've won, you know, back-to-back games. They just kind of really took care of the Nets, who were an absolute mess. Uh, on Tuesday night, Zach Levine looked good. Zach Levine played back-to-back games, so that's good. Last night, DeMar and Zach didn't look all that great, but the bench picked them up. The Bulls are a pretty interesting team to me because the bench looks pretty good. I mean, we didn't really think it was going to play out this way, and they're kind of really providing a lot of valuable minutes. 
but the starters really haven't been there. So, like, how do you see the season playing out? I st- I still think they're a low seed play-in type team. Like, I just don't – the conference is too good. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you can hope teams like Brooklyn completely implode. That's possible. I mean, they already have. <laughs> yeah, that, that's very <laughs> – that's very, very possible uh, because they are the biggest dumpster fire in the history and most unlikable team in the history of sports. Um, like why is Kyrie even playing basketball? I don't know. The guy is so I don't clearly even, I don't even miserable. want to bring his name up. He's a lunatic. He's crazy. Yeah, I'm with you, Luke. Our guy, um, our guy I've, Nick Friedel, like that was, that was as good of a it was. give and take as I've seen at a press conference, and not just because Nick is our don't guy. Don't dehumanize me. Shut the fuck up, yeah, What are Kyrie? you talking about? You throw just... I don't, I don't even want to talk. I don't want to even give him the yeah, I agree. respect of bringing him up anymore. He's that crazy. Um, the Bulls. Listen, they are – the bench is the strength of the team. It's back to the old bench mob days. Remember those yeah. guys when the, it was the bench mob at the Bulls right. and it was the strength of the They're team? They're back. That's great. I don't and, – and they will beat teams with their second unit. That will help them win some games that you don't think they can win. But – In the playoffs. Yeah. I don't. Playoffs are a different animal. Yeah. All right. So that's a different animal. I I don't believe so, and I still don't believe they are a top. But I mean, here's the the thing: they're not a top four team. Did you watch the fourth quarter and and Zach on on Tuesday night? Like that was what you're getting for two hundred fifteen million dollars. Supernova. He went nuts. Yeah. Right. I know. I'm just saying, if you if you're counting on that versus the other star players in the league, I'm not saying Zach isn't great. Zach is great. I just don't think they I don't think they can sustain that over the whole season and get there. Now, the positives again, Patrick Williams has played better. At least there's progress. When we first started this conversation a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of the season, Zach didn't play at the beginning of the season. We're like, uh, okay, at least I'm not as panicked over the knee as I was before. He's looked really good. Um, I, I can't explain what was going on at the beginning of the season. So I feel better than that, but going into it. Thinking Levine was healthy, I still don't. I still don't believe they're a top three, four team in the in the conference. Right, here's and I don't question. see how that happens unless Patrick Williams plays out of his mind. This team is five and zero on weekdays and zero and four on the weekends. Problem solved. Will they win a game this weekend? They are. They have uh, the Celtics on Friday, and then they're in Toronto on Sunday night. Uh, they will not. They will not beat the Celtics because. Of the last time they played them. I feel like they always play ter- in Toronto on Sunday night. Why is that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That I'm going to that say that's 0 for 2. <laughs> okay, so that, uh, that will continue. Positive. That will continue, unfortunately. All right, well, we'll get back to next week. And then, I, bet uh, you, I bet you they don't beat Boston. I'll just say that. We'll get a couple wins during the week and then be excited again on Thursday. Right. <laughs> Illinois football, 7-1 and one after winning in Lincoln on Saturday. They have beat the Nebraska Cornhuskers three straight times, which just kind of boggles my mind. <laughs> they face Michigan State this weekend in Champaign. Keep your heads on a swivel, guys. You don't want to, like, get caught up. You, you, you don't want to, like, you want to have numbers against the Spartans is all I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I mean, we're old enough to remember Nebraska as a powerhouse, so that's why it's mind-boggling that Illinois won three in a row. It's, it's hard crazy. to believe a team that's got tons of national championships – can't beat Illinois, yeah. but that's the way college football is right now. Illinois, Illinois is, is hot. A, they're yeah. a good team. They may they they're the leading choice for a possible game day appearance on November twelfth uh, when they play Purdue in Champaign, and that would be a clinching opportunity for the Big Ten West. So that's wow. pretty exciting. Exciting. 
then they finish off the season with a trip to Ann Arbor and Evanston, and then they move on to the uh, the Big Ten championship game where they'd probably get dismantled by either Michigan or Ohio State, I assume. But Yeah, so they could lose back-to-back games yeah. to Michigan. Are you excited about the Illini, Luke? Are you, like, tuning in? Uh, no, because I don't think they're Michigan or Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Like, am I excited that they're watchable? Yes. Like, nice. We've had We've had Northwestern get to the... Big Ten Championship, so that's nice. Right. What I don't want to see from Illinois is get get to that Northwestern game and then somehow lay an egg against a Northwestern that's team that's just happen. not good this that's year. It's not right? going to happen. You don't think so? No. I think the line. I, I, I that's what I don't think. The line. I are pretty sound. I think they're a talented. But they're not. They're much Michigan. more talented. If they beat Michigan, now I'm excited. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I'm excited. Well, right now they're still in the land of good. Which is, hey, better than the land of bad. I just can't believe they're ranked 16th in the college football playoff. I just can't believe they're ranked in the college football playoff. I don't, has that ever happened? They, I, they I deserve the to be time. ranked there, but are they that good? So uh, I, we'll I will say out. they may be getting a little big for their britches because they yeah. just announced their 2023 schedule. Do you know who they've scheduled for homecoming? Uh, no. Indiana? The Wisconsin Badgers. Oh, boy. Oh, so you're going to pay for that, Illini. That's all I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) Bert. Bert bringing, facing off his old team. Yeah. Okay. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs, and these can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. And within three to four weeks, customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation includes estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives and simple payback i think that's probably like i see so many lights we have on here like we should probably be doing the show in the dark correct yeah <laughs> anyway don't wait get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment go to comed.com slash powering biz oh look uh, at that i wasn't sure i look like that. a comed.com slash powering biz and if you're ready to sign up for a facility assessment after hearing my uh, read right there, call us at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative or email businessee at comed.com and request an assessment online. Very nicely done. Very nicely done. New, Our, new sponsor, ComEd. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I do too. I'm getting all new LED lights. Sponsor. I'm going to put new LED lights in. I did it in my last house and enjoyed it because you're not changing light bulbs. Every, like, is it more expensive to have the LED bulbs? Yes, in the beginning, but not when you start saving money on the, on the ComEd bill and you don't have to go up there and change them all the time. I'd look into it, by the way. Uh, our next partner is a product I've been using every day. Started taking AG1 back in April when I didn't have time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. Still want all those things. So I've been on it for months. Love it. Doesn't taste super healthy, but it is super healthy. It's got this mild tropical taste, so I take it in the morning. Here's what it is. One scoop of AG1. You absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. A special blend of ingredients 
that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. I get that boost of energy, so I do it empty stomach first thing in the morning. That's my base for the day, and it's lifestyle-friendly too. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, you're all good with AG1, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than three bucks a day. Come on. It's recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. So right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't need a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs or CHGO Bears or CHGO Bulls. And again, that is athleticgreens.com, in my case, slash CHGO Cubs. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It'll change your life. Let me tell you, you take your AG1 in the morning, then you have some meat sticks from Green Ridge Farm in the <laughs> afternoon, and then maybe you have a do-right donut later in, later in the day. It's complete plan. And you, you turn on the combat lights, and you're like, wow, look at how bright and sunny my life is. All right, we're moving on to bearish or bullish. We're not doing scroll stoppers this week because Casey is on assignment. We're talking bears. We're talking bulls. We're talking stocks, rising, falling. Luke, I want to know, you've made a much publicized bet. The bears over on six wins this season. I'm still jealous you got that at five and a half. I pushed it. I, I, I waited till the I, last minute. Yeah. I, I, I did not want to go six and a half. I was waiting. I never saw five and a half. But uh, you're halfway there with nine games to go. Are you feeling bearish or bullish about your bet? I would feel um, bullish about it if I would waited and it got to four and a half, which is what I was really <laughs> waiting for. You, um, you only see two more wins on the schedule. I was starting to feel very bullish about it. Mm-hmm. And then the trades came. And now their two best defensive players are gone from a bad defense. Guys, but they're scoring points. They are scoring 62 points. 62 points in the last two games. But is the offense going to score enough they points? They almost gave up 62 with points the to the of, Yeah. Are they going to score enough points to beat teams? Yeah. You got two, I don't think so. Two, I games, think, two games against the Lions left. A game against the Jets. They, they win one of those games against the Lions. I think they've and got a shot it. at beating the Packers on December 4th. I think they have a shot at some of this stuff. I, you're asking me if I yeah. feel bearish or bullish. I'm feeling bearish about it. I don't okay. feel good at all. I think there's a possibility. I think you they feel that way because it's it's your bet, right? And you're just pessimistic about a bet. No, that I placed. had this team at like four or five wins going into the season. That's what right. I thought. Like that's why I was thinking, hey, get me the four and a half, and then I can, then I can go for the over. Let's I didn't, and I, I yeah. went all the way for six wins because I felt like I wanted to place the bet. I don't Let, no, Let's I hear, don't let's hear it from people in the comments. Do you think Luke is winning his bet? Will the Bears get to six wins this season? No. They've got to go three and six the rest of the way. I think there's, I think there's a chance they could end the season on a 10-game losing streak. Oh, my because, gosh. Because, so, yeah, they've already lost one. Could I see them losing the next nine games? Mark Carmen has them winning five straight at the start <laughs> oh, on Sunday. Oh, come on. So he did. Mark Carmen's yeah. yeah. crazy. Let's, well, let's face Mark it. Is, Mark is saying stuff to say stuff. He's, he's, he's from the loony train. We know that. <laughs> uh, What's the Peyton loony train? Peyton in the uh, chat says, yes. 
Demond three says more Claypool wins. Claypool is going to open up the offense if used properly. King yes, says five would, wins. Would they stop? Gohan versus Luffy says playoffs. Playoffs. Oh, is that Mike Florio? Did Mike Florio say they're going to go beat the Eagles in the playoffs again? I'd like to know what he thought. Well, of that. I mean, there are two losses against the Eagles and and Bills in there, so that's not great. You've got uh, you finish off the season with the Vikings here. Vikings might not be playing for anything. That's true. They, they might. They're yeah, still going to be, be resting everyone. No, I mean the Vikings. I guess could be playing for the bye. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Midway says the offense holds up. I think three wins is doable. Doable, uh, but likely. Should I feel bearish or bullish yeah, about it? Nova's saying five wins. Bullish. Chuck says six. Probably. Shyrak uh, Bobby says Bears win. Four I want to. Yeah, Shyrak Bobby. I want to know which four games you think they're winning. Yeah, that's a good question. That's, that's what I, I mean. I I think they get to three. I. Winning another four, I don't see it. Joey but. says two wins versus Detroit and F- Falcons and Jets are winnable. Luke, do you think uh, they have a shot this weekend against Miami? I said on the on the Cubs podcast, I actually said yes, maybe, and I, I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, I think Miami's defense is bad, mm-hmm. so this is one of the games that they could be in it because it could be a real shootout. Like, there could be a lot of points on Sunday because I don't think – Either defense is very good. Well, also, remember, uh, Miami does not run the ball. They only throw the ball. Bears' pass right. defense is somewhat good, yeah, although I, I'm a little concerned strength, about probably. Kendall Vildor <laughs> facing up against uh, yeah. Waddle or, no. or Tyreek Hill or whoever the hell he is. L- L- me, I, I have Waddle on my uh, fantasy team. He's starting this week. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's that's a, yeah. starting this week. Start all your, probably all your great, good idea. Miami offensive players. Nice weather. I, I really do think could be a really high scoring game as Cody would say pound the over it's really kind of crazy the Bears and Dolphins are right now they kind of look like this could be the most entertaining game of of uh, the week nine schedule boy I hope so listen all I want I don't care if, honestly I don't care if they lose mm-hmm. 10 straight games and the season if they're all like the Dallas blueprint if you get points and you get production and you get progress out of Justin Fields and some of these other guys, like if, if Claypool shows he's got a good connection, it's all about fields, guys. It's all about fields. Some of the other development would be nice. I just want to see him play like he did in the last couple weeks, and I don't care if they lose. If they win, it's nice to see because it won't destroy the locker room. But you want the Dallas game over and over and over and over again. It'll be frustrating, but you just want to see fields play well. That's it. And I think he will. Uh, Bobby says the Bears will beat the Lions two times, the Vikings, the Jets, and the Falcons uh, can switch. What does that mean? Five more wins? That's five wins. Well, he just means that, like, two of those three, he thinks. Or or he's saying saying Lions twice and the Vikings, yes, and then Jets and Falcons, one of those. Maybe that's what he means. I think they win one of the Lions games. I think they beat the Jets. And I think they beat the Packers. Here's the, here's the question. Yes. Let's do you go. really do? What do you really want? Number one, we all want Fields to play well, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say Fields plays well. Do you want the rest of the Bears to play good enough to knock them out of a top ten pick? How many of those wins do you want? Yeah, I, I actually kind of like this comment from Alejandro. Uh, he said the ideal scenario: we get five to seven wins. Justin looks good. And then we trade back with a QB needy team to rack up some picks yes. next April. Yes, four or five wins. But if you want one of those Kinda teams like the to Giants be moving plan, up to the take Giants the QB. Plan from two years ago. Yeah. If you really want teams to move up, you better be in those top, like, six picks. 
Right. So how many do you want to win? How many? How many I'm do so you really want to win? I, I just always have a hard time saying like I want the teams to lose. Like even watching the Blackhawks now, I don't want them to lose games. Oh come on, the tank's back on, baby. I, it, no, and like it's no. it's definitely back on right now. With if, both their goalies are hurt and Seth Jones is hurt, so that's fine. With the Bears, I, I can never tune on a Bears game and say I hope they lose no, this no, game. No. I mean, and I'm not saying that I, if, if Fields can win a game on the last drive or Fields has a six touchdown game and they win. You feel great about right. it. But if the game is just going back and forth and the Bears don't have the ball last and the other team's driving, eh, take a <laughs> knee and let them score. You want to be Players beat won't, the pa- but I would. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, like, I'm fine with them losing the Cowboys. I'm fine with them losing the Bills and Eagles. Yes. Like, games that they're supposed to lose. Right. But when it's these games that they have a shot at, like. I'd like to see them beat the Packers, and I'd like to see them beat the Lions once. After that, don't care. I mean, your team has to be really bad to get the number one pick, even a, even a top five pick. Not and I don't, be, that's, I don't think they're that bad of a team. I think they're still pretty well coached. We'll see how the defense yeah. uh, goes this weekend. Yeah, I guess did you we'll see, see what the Cowboys did? They ran up and down the field. Yeah. Bearish or bullish? Hmm. Are you bearish or bullish on combined no hitters? We just saw one in the World Series last night. I gotta say, Luke. Like, I wasn't even watching the game. I don't even know which which pitchers like threw it. Like, Javier was unbelievable for the Astros. Okay. Javier was like, he's been. Some people say he's the best pitcher in out of all these guys that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I'll just and he say got this. pulled. He got pulled with how many pitch under hundred, right? Yes, yeah, so I don't. I don't count it as a no hitter. Yes, it was a no hitter. Team no hitter. Do you count team no-hitters and no-hitters? I don't. It's crazy. It's a nice accomplishment yeah. that you held the team to zero hits. So I'll, I'll, but a no-hitter yeah. is when one pitcher finishes it's, the game and crap. there are no hits. It's crap. Combined no-hitters are not no-hitters. The, I turned off the game. I didn't even know what was going on. Look, this is where baseball is right now. I got an alert on my phone at, at near the end of the Bulls game last night that, that he was throwing a no-hitter. And I thought, I'm not even going to bother tuning in because I know with the way baseball goes, there's no way he's going to be given a chance to finish it. And, oh. I, like, I was tired. I've had, like, a long week, whatever. So I went to bed. And it was like, even when I woke up, I was like, eh. That's one. The Don Larson, that may never, ever happen again. Right? right. Yeah, the no hitters are fairly the... rare. But because of what you said, how precious a win is in the World Series, why would you – if you have a, a 5 nothing lead – and you're only halfway through the series, why would you ever let that continue? Unless it was like game seven mm-hmm. and you were up six nothing and he was cruising along, then you would just leave him in because why rock the boat? But there aren't too many scenarios where it happens anymore. So you're you're bearish on combined no hitters. I'm bearish on combined no hitters. Yeah. We saw the Cubs throw one last year, and then all it did was precipitate like that one of the amazing. worst months in Cubs <laughs> history. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's that was I guess l- it's cool if you're there, but it's not a no-hitter. Could you imagine you wait all your life to watch, watch a no-hitter? <laughs> you, you grew up in Philadelphia. You want to attend a no-hitter. You want to attend a World Series game. You go yeah. to the World Series game. You see a no-hitter, and it's against the Phillies. And not only is it a no-hitter, it's a combined no-hitter. It's like a yeah. triple kick in the junk. Poor Philly. <laughs> Poor Philly. Did you see all the Phillies fans bailing out after the eighth inning? That's weird. They didn't. I mean, it wasn't like it was fifteen to nothing. It was five nothing, 
you have all these bombers on your team. Yeah, they've literally come back from 5 nothing in this series. And they, they were flooding their way yeah. out of that ballpark. I didn't see it. Yeah, oh, I yeah. I went to bed. <laughs> You'll see it on Twitter. They, they were uh, escaping quickly. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Those games are long. I kind of get it. The uh, you don't you don't want the the line at Tony Luke's or Jim's to, to build up. You know you <laughs> oh, want to be first. Got to get to Wawa in time little, to get your gas and your hoagie on the way home. Once again, it is eleven forty, and we're talking about food, and now I'm starving. Uh, did you just hear my stomach growl? Yeah, I mean it's. Oh, I'm I'm famished. Yeah. Well, we start we started by talking Green Ridge Farm, and then I was so like, Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, a- after this, I actually have to load up the car with Jake um, and bring some supplies down to the tailgate site. Oh, I might be able to get you a sandwich on the way back. Oh, not no. Tony Luke's though. Hey, now that's a little out of the oh. Place. Oh, are you suggesting Philly's best over by uh, Greek Town over here? Is that what you're suggesting? Capriotti's is, is that Philly's still open? best? Yeah, I haven't. Capriotti's been is a, gone. Is it gone everywhere? Well, the one that's down by us over here is gone. Oh but. man, the the. the or are you talking dinner sandwich? The, oh. oh yeah, that's a good one. And, and their Philly cheesesteak was actually. I didn't know really there good. was a Philly's cheese, uh, Philly's best down here. Uh, yeah, it's actually relatively close to our office over on Halstead, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Unless that's gone, I don't know. Yeah, is there a subway around here? Oh come on, Luke. What do we got next? Are the Phillies going to close it out? Are you uh, bearish yeah. or bullish? So the, the the series is tied at four now. Uh, Astros two, at two. Win the World two, two. two two. Did that that I mean do you, do, do the Phillies have a chance now? Well, they, yeah, they have a chance. I just questioned everybody that was talking like the World Series was over because <laughs> Philly won two, two and, you know, because it was 2-1. Yeah. I, I even went back to it and like, did I miss a game? Is it 3-1? Even if it was 3-1, Cubs proved that's not over, but like 2-1, no, it's not. I, I still would say the Astros win the World Series, although my prediction was Phillies in seven. So Yeah, you're right on target. You're here. You got well, this. They, Hey, the other two guys on the Cubs spot, Cody and Ryan, they were Astros in four, Astros in five. Yeah, and it was, I was like, like four, four and a half. They were, they were uh, not assuming much from the Phillies. Yeah, I think, I think your prediction looks pretty good right now. I think it's possible. I mean, they win tonight, go back to Houston, lose that game, uh, game six, I mean, and then. Yeah. How about our guy Cody just seven. beating the drum on an Astros sweep? <laughs> he was so big on that. Plus 850. Like, big on everything. All I know is I'm just listening to Cody and his uh, betting on teenagers playing uh, f- football because he is killing it right He's now. He's won like uh, two or three parlays in a row. He's the man. He's going to have so I many I followed Jordans him on a parlay once and lost badly. Never again. Well, that's not nice. <laughs> Never again. Right now he's got probably 16 or 17 pairs of Jordan Lowe's coming to the house after this run he's been on. I think they called all a right. heater. Lawrence, I know you don't want to play, play this clip, but we have to watch it. Uh, in honor of Casey, who's not here. It's a mini scroll stoppers. This is an there amazing it is. clip. It's from Philly fans, female Philly fans, brawling on the floor. <laughs> I mean, sorry. This is just amazing. Look at the one woman is wearing a and, and like adults fist fighting. First of all, is dumb enough. Now, when you have women doing it in the bathroom, and Mike Schmidt is literally on top of another woman right outside well, the Schmitter. Like for, hold on, <laughs> Mike Schmidt the, tackling another woman for the outside the Schmitter. Listeners, this is in a the woman near in the Schmitter. The Schmitter, Schmidt jersey. Schmitter near the Schmitter. She's like, what? Are, what could they possibly like? What are they? Do you think they're fighting over their favorite cheesesteak place? Yeah, it's Jim's. <laughs> it's Dallas Andros. You owe me a Wawa. 
You owe me a Wawa. How about them last night? How about Wawa last night? Did With you see their the whole sandwiches? situation? They, well, they have the Schwarber thing. Like uh, They said, uh, what was it, like retweet this for every hit we get tonight or something? It was right at the start of the game, and then they literally got no hit. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, take a, take a, a bite of your hoagie. hoagie. That's what it was. Take a, a bite of your hoagie for every hit we get tonight. Yeah. And then they got no hit. And so then they got no That's hit. That's amazing. That's, um, I mean. Behave yourselves, Philadelphia. They've got, like, Mattress Max swearing at you Can know you what? think of a worse place to have a fight and be rolling around on the floor, though? Oh, the men's a, bathroom. A bathroom yes. at a baseball <laughs> game? Well, yes, the men's bathroom, but a, a Philadelphia bathroom at a ballpark. Yeah. Oh. I mean, can the women's floor be that bad? Yes, it can. And it's possible. Would you think one of those women might have been named D? Possibly named <laughs> D, D. Yeah. From Sweet D. Can I Possible. tell you the yeah? Can I talk about Mattress Mac for real quick? Sure. No, it's not a sponsor. I'm just kidding. Yes, go ahead. I'm tired of seeing this guy. Go away. I don't yeah. care. Like I, I don't care. Like now I understand like how other people must feel like when they see Sister Jean like all the time during the Final Four, right? We think Sister Jean's cool, Chicago icon. We love Sister Jean. We're gonna rep for her hard. Like I could understand like why my buddy Frank is like I'm sick of Sister Jean. I'm sick of Mattress Mac. Like. Every time I open up my social feed, oh, it's Mattress yeah. Mac at the World I Series. I think you're Who following cares? the wrong people. I, I've never seen anything come up through my social feed about this guy. Yeah, I you know what it is? I'm sick of Jim Belushi, but. <laughs> uh, hey, we got a bonus bearish or bullish. Okay. Okay. Uh, we walked into the CHGO office oh. Tuesday. Was it Tuesday or yesterday? It Tuesday. Was, Halloween yeah. was Monday. And uh-huh. we saw this. Yes. Uh, a glass jar. Correct. Filled with loose. Oreo cookies, and then yeah. on top of the Oreos was, like, some Reese's peanut butter cups, which now there's literally one left. I just yes. took this photo this morning. Uh, so are you bearish or bullish on reaching your grubby paws into this thing to eat a loose cookie? I would not ever open that jar and grab one of those Oreo cookies. I'm not going to reveal who put them in there, but... Well, the thing that sucks is I actually brought in a bag of wrapped candy that we had left over from trick-or-treaters and it's not i was going gonna put there. it in there yeah. and it's like oh, look at all these cookies no, there's there's loose oreo cookies these aren't even like these aren't even homemade cookies somebody opened up a sleeve of oreo cookies were they giving That's, those away for halloween i mean it, it is trick-or-treat here kids out of my bare hand take some of the oreos that i didn't <laughs> eat last night what okay i mean we're, we're, listen we got a lot of people here that are desperate including myself for a snack now and then right like, I'm constantly over there looking at the cookie jar. When I went in and saw Oreo cookies out of a sleeve, if they were in a sleeve, sure. These are bare Oreo. These are naked Oreo cookies rolling around in there next to it. Come on. Yeah. I, Come on. So we're, we're, not naming, we're not naming the person. Uh, his name does rhyme with Wario. That's right. We're like we're not sure if he actually just handed out loose Oreos to trick-or-treaters. Oh, That's I don't it. think we're saying that. I'm we are sure. saying that? No, we're not. No, we're not. In his, in Wario's defense, that is a cookie jar. Yeah, I think he at he home. Would, yeah, yeah. At home, <laughs> if the family's taking homemade yeah, you, chocolate yeah. chip cookies out of it, you're keeping Look, them fresh. I, 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 this is a this is a the people in this place can't even be uh, bothered well, I will to, say close, that, uh, to put the garbage away into the garbage can or throw out the. Garbage I will say this, Lawrence. I bring in a whole bunch of wrapped candy. It's going to be taken. This might be yes. an ingenious move by Wario. Because now he's going to have cookies to eat during every Blackhawks game. 
I'm a wild rail. Oh, I'm now you've attached it to someone who does the Blackhawks. That's not fair. Well, it's Wario. Oh, Wario. Um, Listen, there's no milk in the fridge, though. That's a problem. I think there's some old uh, almond milk, perhaps, for a coffee. Listen, I don't know. I don't know where the hands in this place go. I don't, I don't know where they go, but I know where mine aren't going in that cookie jar. No shot. <laughs> now, that is a segue to a ad read. Here we go. That's gross. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert? It is possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season anywhere. Game Time is created by the fans, for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you will love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description on any CHGO show. So if you're going to buy tickets through Game Time, make sure you're doing it through that link. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Got to get Cliff Levinston to do that read for us once, huh? Game Time. Woof. <laughs> Uh, Shady Rays, they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays, premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles cater to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades one day, they told us we'll just send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Drop them in the lake, off a cliff, anything. We're going to go ahead and replace them. Even with that strong protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you, holding to my hand, seems just as good as every expensive pair I've ever worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree. Over 200,000 five-star reviews. Shady Rays also providing 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed. They've also donated over 20 million meals to date. Nice. That's a company I can get behind. They stand behind their product and told our team that if anybody has a problem, they throw profit out the window, they do what's right, and they will get it I, done. I will say this. Wario just provided 10 cookies to fight hunger, and you've got a problem with that. Yeah, because I've seen people <laughs> walk out of that Schmitter over there, and their hands aren't dry. I don't know what's going on. Oh, boy. Hard pass. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays is going to ship them back. That's it. And exclusive for our listeners, Shady Rays running their deepest deal of the season right now. Use the code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. And check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With, that, with payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. I'll be checking them out for the Bulls games this weekend and, and some other action as well. 
Um, also probably check it out tonight for the uh, the Philadelphia versus Houston Thursday night football matchup. Going to bet a lot of overs there with the uh, the Eagles numbers. But anyway, uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Uh, real quick before we move on, mm-hmm. uh, we do have... Wario just moved in. We have uh, someone that's here to help, and that is Greg Braggs Jr. He says, I'll eat the cookies. So Greg is offered to eat the cookies next time. <laughs> he will here. eat the cookies out of the jar. That yeah. should be a segment. We should put like a GoPro just up in the, in the rafters and, and see who's actually going to risk it and go in and get those. Who's desperate enough to eat those opened Oreo cookies out of the jar? Yeah. Hey, by the way, I want to shout out Tino Martinez in the comments. He says, love the CHO family. I'm on lunch and get a show. Win-win. That is freaking awesome to yeah. know that. Thank you, Tino. That you are packing a lunch or grabbing a lunch and, and checking us out. That means uh, yeah, really it. kind of everything. And, like, when I see stuff like that, I know that CHO is working, and I love everyone that's a, a part of uh, what we've got going on here. Super cool. Tino, come to the tailgate. Say hello. Yeah. All right, it's Stuck and Duck time. <laughs> Last night, there were no winners on the Powerball. The jackpot is up to $1.5 billion. That's a $745 million cash out. I want to know where the other That's a lot of meat 800 sticks. million is. But anyway, yeah. uh, your scumbags. odds of winning are 1 in 292 million. Saying I got a chance. Luke, my question for you right now. Lawrence, I'm going to have you think about this. I know you don't want to participate. Uh... But I'm going to have you think about it. And I want everyone in the comments to think about this. If you won this, yeah. what are the three sports-related things you would buy? And it can be anything. It could be uh, part of a team. Aaron Judge. It could be buying a free agent for your, cards, yeah. for, for your favorite team. It could be buying a favorite piece of memorabilia. Mm. What would you buy, Luke? Uh, this is something I talked about, I think last week or the week before Scotty Pittman is offering through like Bloomingdale's or something like that, a chance to play, fly out to LA, play two on two against Scotty and his son and have dinner with them, hang out the works for $333,000 and 33 cents, I believe as well. And we said, who the hell is going to pay that? Well, if I can win $1.5 billion, that seems like a mild investment for some real fun. So I would buy that for $333,000. I would play two-on-two against Scottie Pippen and his son, and I would bring Michael. (laughs) And I would let Michael just take him on by himself. And I would just stand out on the three-point line, and I would practice my threes before then and take an occasional three-pointer. We'd beat him. That's what I'm saying. And that's the first thing I would do. It seems fairly cheap, and everybody would want to see it. Uh, Wait, then Splinter says he wants to buy MJ's crib in Highland Park. I know that's still on the market. Boy, that's I think MJ would appreciate that. You know what? <laughs> yeah, it's seriously. totally out. Everything in there is outdated yeah. by this point. I would leave it that way and make it like a museum. Oh, well, that's an idea. Get your money back. Uh, number two is another thing I've talked about on this show, but now it seems like a reality because I'm close to winning the Powerball. Uh, Stuckyville. Close. I, yeah, I would, um, I would buy the tailgate area at the new 
Bears Stadium in Arlington Heights. I would call it Stuckyville. There would be signage everywhere. Everybody would call it Stuckyville. And they would think of their good times in their life associated with my last name. So, yeah. What do you think? um, That's number two on my list. What do you think that would run? Oh, it's in the millions. That one's in the millions. For a lifetime sponsorship? Yeah, for a lifetime. You know, I don't know what Gallagher plays for that. Would you have your cartoon mug from CHGO, like, on an arch? Uh, I would want one of those, what do do they call those sticker, fathead stickers or whatever? Yeah. I would want those all over the place, so people (laughs) have to see my face. Um, And then... Every porta potty would would have your your face on it. That's a different story. Uh, 1% ownership of the Chicago Cubs. Okay. Now, that's still a lot of money. Did you do the math? But it's about investment. Mm-hmm. It, it's about investment. Do you know what? how much money the Ricketts have already made just by buying everything up? And look what some of these franchises are going for. Yeah. When the Denver Broncos go for $4 billion, all of a sudden, I was like, I don't know. The Cubs, so would it be either the Cubs the or the Ricketts Bears? The Ricketts have incurred biblical losses, Luke. Right. Biblical. That's right. And I'm buying low. I'm buying low on the team. They've already paid all that money to make all their investment into the Wrigley area. The team's finally going to get good. They've been losing mm-hmm. poor or attendance, all of those things, marquees failing. I come in, I swoop in, I buy low at 1%. And then after like five years of winning, I say, Tom and family, maybe we should sell. And I become <laughs> even richer than $1.5 billion. <laughs> because there's one thing we know about the rich. The only thing they want to do is become more rich. And right. I can't blame them necessarily. All right. So, so those are my three things. I'm not buying any players because there's no... There's no return on that for me. Mm-hmm. Cubs win? Okay, great. I got $1.5 billion. Eh. I'm I, certainly not buying season tickets. I like uh, what no Clark, shot. Clark says here in the chat. He says, I'd buy a game-worn Brian Scalabrini Bulls jersey. That's number one. <laughs> well, that's a big investment. Every MJ shoe ever. I think I could get this if I buy his house, he says. And a suite at the new stadium. That's the new Bears stadium. Okay. Yeah. I like if that I idea. had to buy a one piece of memorabilia, it would be, and I know the two people that have this, the Nets from the final game of Jordan in the Bulls at Utah. The shot, mm-hmm. I know where those Nets are. I would, I would give an amount of money that would make those people very happy, and I would have the Nets from Jordan shot. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. That would like be that. cool. So uh, here are my three things. Unless you okay. ha- are you ready, Lawrence, or no? <sighs> no, I'm not okay. ready. So first off, I think it's insane that you could win a billion and a half dollars, and probably still wouldn't be enough to buy a professional sports team. No, uh, unless you were like buying an MLS team or something. Yeah, um, which I don't want an MLS team. Um, so I have to like rule that out, right? Because yep. and I, I wouldn't want just a piece of it. I don't want you know like Jerry Reinsdorf being the chairman and and suppressing my voice. That would not be a good you know yeah situation for me. So I'm gonna start simple. One one of the things that I've always kind of really wanted, and maybe one day I'll get there. It's it's not a insane amount of money, but I think it's a cool piece of memorabilia uh, or collectible. It's the 1954 Ernie Banks Topps rookie card. Like, I just have always loved that card. that is. That's great. I just did a quick search right now. You could do, like, a buy it now thing for five grand. So I've got plenty of money left over once I do that. Oh, yeah. But I I would definitely take care of that and have that Ernie Banks card. Ultimate man cave. Can you pull that up? Uh, Sure. I don't Uh, know how long it will be. That is something that's cool. 
It's very cool. I mean, it's not as cool as the Jordanette, but just, you know, when you win the lottery, you want to do things that you've always wanted to do. Uh, no, you'd have to let me Google that. Oh. And you're probably going to have multiple boy, houses, so you're going to need to decorate. You're going to have right. to fill multiple fan caves. The second thing is I would buy a suite um, in the lower um, lower bowl of, of suites at the United Center for both the Bulls and Blackhawks. Make sure you get that parking space that's like right up next mm-hmm. to the stadium or I don't know if they would let you park down where the players park, but I'm sure there's a price for that. I would pay it. Uh, that would be the one thing. And then I think I would just kind of go on the ultimate road trip, private charter jet travel, and just hit all 30 ballparks. And I think if you had a jet, you could get it done within you know, a month and a half or two months. And I think that would be a lot of fun. That you know, that's that's a pretty good trip. I I do agree. Like the every ballpark thing. Mm-hmm. What about every NFL stadium? Yeah, you've no? been to one NFL stadium. You've been to them all. Same thing with that. That NBA. Have you been to NHL. Soldier Field. You haven't been to some of the better stadiums. Are there Ernie Banks cards? I mean, there's like, I mean, how many like unique NFL stadiums are there? Like five to ten, maybe. Yeah, ten seems high. Yeah, Lambo. Lambo's different. Um, I guess the, the the Vikings one right now is one that people say that you have to go to. Denver's getting a new stadium, but it's a different experience. I, Arizona, right? I actually like. I think people should go there because that one's pretty fun. Um, Been there. S- Seattle's. I think Seattle's unique. Dallas has a unique stadium. Yeah, Clark was just there. Clark was was a trip to Jerry World that that cool. I don't. Uh, here's your Ernie Banks card. By there the way, it is. If you're looking at Look it. at that thing. Yeah, I like the little cub. It's pretty nice. It's an amazing card. Nice looking card. So, Lawrence, yeah. you're I, you're probably spending money on soccer stuff. You probably are buying that yeah. MLS franchise, yeah. aren't you? He's 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 hiring Ted Lasso. Uh, well, let's see here. Fire. Am I hiring or am I buying an MLS team? God no, the MLS is terrible. Uh, I am not buying an MLS team. Um, I am. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely. Take a year or two off and 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 go watch Arsenal play every mm-hmm. match. Um, All right, I I would love to buy it from their awful owner, who is of course the Cronkies. Yeah, but you can't you afford like that. Cronkies, yeah, can't afford it. He's uh, whatever. He's doing whatever. Um, I mean, I'd like my I'd like to get a new NES system to play Tecmo Super Bowl <laughs> and Blades of Steel. Okay. Uh, mine doesn't really work. I've been blowing in the cartridges, but it it's doesn't. One seem and to a work. half billion dollars of. Oh, so I can, can get that? a video okay. game system. Okay, so that's good. Um, this hmm. guy. <laughs> and uh, and I'd go get uh, one of those sandwiches down the road. Like, oh, now I, we're talking. I'll, I'll also bring in a yes. sleeve of unopened Oreos for everybody. <laughs> um, Oreos here now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Oreo you know, Oreo. I'd like to go. I'd like to go back in time to my childhood and. Uh, Maybe go to the part where Kevin Johnson was my favorite player and he didn't become a terrible person and a bad mayor. Uh, that was cool. <laughs> I had a pair of Kevin Johnson or the Converse. I did not plan great for this. So, uh, you know, I don't know. That's my thoughts. Um, uh, Converse Clark, React. Clark they had like says, a juice in them. Here, let's get off me for a second. Clark says it was, it actually, it really actually was uh, Jerry World. He says, uh, we spent up a, we spent up a bit but got a great deal with the game time app. That's hey, important. all right, Clark. Thanks, Clark. Well what done. about a piece of the Washington Commanders? Somebody's saying on the chat, 
Can't buy the whole thing because it can be worth yeah, again, w- yeah. way more than so one crazy. and a half or 700 okay. million. I could out myself. When I was a seven-year-old, I became a Washington fan because I liked drawing all the helmets and theirs was the hardest one to draw. And I liked the can maroon you f- and gold. So I went to see them in 1985 play the Bears and they were up 10 nothing. I'll let you guess the final score of that one. It was 45 to 10 Bears. Uh, that was Bears. And I was wearing a Joe Theismann uh, jersey, jersey, whatever. Mm. Um, Can you finance uh, a professional sports team? I mean, how much do you have to put down? Yeah, that's a good question. Lawrence, what about buying CHGO in all city? Because the stock is going up. Then you uh, could run this thing however bullish. you want. You could do yeah, whatever you do want. It. Bullish sure. on CHGO. Sure, let's do it. Yeah, I'm in. All right. And I'll buy you a donut, Luke. That's my last thing. A single donut. Just one. I appreciate that. I mean, it's got to be a blueberry crumb. You probably, know, yeah, the, um, yes, that's probably the one to go with. Although, if you're going to do that, couldn't you at least throw in a Varjona chocolate I, do-right, I too? mean, I don't know. Did you bring me Jarish Bakery today? I no, did not. You didn't, so. We do this we're, every we're week. Don't do it again. All right, that just about does it for the Chicago Sports Podcast here at CHGO. I'm Kevin Kaduk. That is Luke Stuckmeyer and Lawrence Benedetto. If you like our show, make sure you rate us and leave us a great review tell a friend and we will see you back here next Thursday at 11 a.m. Thanks for watching.